Welcome back to Pen Law Perspectives. My name is Jeremiah, and I'm a Pen Law alum from the class of 2020. I know it's been a while since our last episode. Personally, it was necessary to take a little time away. I moved from Philadelphia and started preparing for the bar exam. And at the same time, obviously, our nation and world has been dealing with a public health crisis and a global fight for freedom, liberation, and justice for black people. So when I thought about dropping another episode, I wanted to take a step back and make sure it came from the perspective of someone who could speak to the times. Someone who was visibly present at the law school this year and was a leader in the pen law community. And so episode seven of Pen Law Perspectives features Shade Famakinwa. Shade is a rising 3-0 from Nigeria. Her mother's from Ogun State and her father's from Indo State. Shade grew up on Long Island and graduated from Cornell in 2014. This past year, Shade served as the president of the Black Law Students Association. We all know that running an organization at Penn Law is a heavy burden, but as we hope this conversation reveals, there's a different type of burden that comes with leading BALSA and consistently working towards mobilizing and improving the lives of Black students at Penn Law. In this episode, Shade and I spend the first 10 minutes or so catching up. It had been a while since we talked, so you'll hear us vibing for several minutes. Then we transition into talking about how this year has been for Sade. We reflect on the fruits of her and the Balsa Board's labor, and we hear about some of her Balsa highlights and accomplishments this year. This is part one of the conversation. Part two will drop soon. I hope you enjoy her pen law perspective. So to start, that crew neck, a pinballsa crew neck. Man, listen, it's the hottest sweater on the street, apparently. <laughs> um, but yes, it's it's basically my day to day sweater at this point. When it gets cold in here, I just uh, plop this on real quick. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. good. That was your that was your design eye, your baby. Did you put oh, that together? Please. I cannot take responsibility for that design, honey. Uh, yeah. It was the work of a small group of uh, trusted advisors, <laughs> you know, people who seem to uh, have a good eye for style. Um, but I just managed the editing process, which was a disaster. Uh, <laughs> who put disaster? it together? Who put it together? Who was the group? So a few one L's, a few two L's, like it was like maybe seven to eight people total who had, you know, input at some point, like Dem, Jermaine, Justin, Charlene, Olivia, Lay, Ty, uh, Magalie, like Chrissy, a bunch of them basically were like, yes, no. And it was just a hot ass mess because you would do round one, right? And I would, you know, send out several messages saying okay here's the the first draft or here's what um the designers put together for us the the t-shirt company that we were working with yeah half the group would be like yeah that's lit other half would be like i hate it yeah well what am i the fuck am i supposed to do with that right (laughs) (laughs) all right people aren't especially me i want everyone to be happy i want everyone to love it um so okay we do another round (laughs) you know people give feedback we get it to the um, t-shirt company again for another round of design um you show it to the group again now the group that first loved it hates it 
right? Mm. And vice versa. And so it took a while, um, you know, to get to a place where everyone felt like, okay, this is good, like, this is solid, good enough. Um, but we got there and, and now people, um, people love it. Yeah, so. it looks good. Yeah. It looks good. I didn't order one. Mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. I, I was being a little stingy mm-hmm. uh, this past semester with my mm-hmm. funds um, <laughs> but I I support it from afar I know that Alexander still needs to get his right you gave it to Courtney and, and Carlos I was supposed to he volunteered you you know that? yeah yeah you know what and it's just out of sight of mind he had a lot of uh my own clothes that he took when he left Philadelphia so I don't feel too bad because he has some of my pieces so maybe I'll okay. just get I'll get his sweatshirt for him and I'll wear it for him. Okay. <laughs> That's a good compliment. Yeah. So yeah. You're still in Philly right now? Yeah, I've been hunkering down here. Um, I didn't really get affected by, uh, you know, folks getting kicked out of dorms or whatever because I live off campus. And so I just been chilling here. I could go home. I do miss home, but, you know, also... I'm 28 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to be 28 years old. Like I can't, I can't be just you know all up in the house like that. First of all, if I so I just started my summer firm job <laughs> this week, right? I was thinking like, you know, if I was at home, of course it'd be great because I'd have to be around family, be around people. But as soon as I would take my laptop off mute, you know what would happen? Everyone would hear like yoruba whatsapp propaganda yeah. <laughs> in the background yeah. <laughs> go yeah. take the chicken out the freezer or the, right. I was, that's really a line everyday line in our house right and yes. so i felt that it was just best um to, to stay here in philly and it, it's been good it's definitely different because i'm alone i live by myself yeah um, but i think it was for the best <laughs> yeah yeah my uh i'm back at my parents house right now and i i'll tell you downstairs when i open up the refrigerator mm-hmm. uh, i just get a huge whiff of stockfish oh, no. you know what i'm saying oh, i know what you're saying you, oh man my that. my dad pulled it out the freezer and to defrost it i was happy i was like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna uh, get it you know the funk bro do the listeners you think the listeners know what what that is like because i know what that is that's that's really it's a bad day it's gonna be a day of arguments in the house if my mother's cooking stockfish yeah that bad but nigerians love it love it love it it tastes that good it smells that bad but it tastes that good everybody's gotta close their door in the house Mm -hmm. when it's cooking Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i think the ones that know know. The mm-hmm. ones that don't, uh, Google it. Google it. Fair yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. Like these days. If you don't know something, you're gonna have to Google it. You have to Google <laughs> it. Also, my uh, I have bags of jell-off like, mm-hmm. in the freezer, so like little miniature bags my mom mm-hmm. made. So I've been oh, heating that up um, and doing that. But uh, See, that's the good part about being home. I haven't had jell-off in forever. Oh, well, you can get that. I can maybe ship you some. What? That's all right. That's okay. all right. There are some um, Nigerian or African restaurants in um, Philly that I've been meaning to try out. Maybe I could order takeout. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I think there's one over at like 67th. Oh, what's the name of the street? I forget the street, the crossing, but I'll, I'll get it for you. I was in a, 
I was over there a few weekends ago and I was talking to somebody. I went into this Trinidadian spot called Brown Sugar Cafe and Kitchen and was just talking to them briefly about Mm -hmm. where the West African spots are. You been to Brown Sugar Cafe and Kitchen? I have not been there, but I've ordered from them on Uber Eats several times. Come on, come on. (laughs) Yes, yes. My goodness. We went over there um, after the protest um, Mm -hmm. over at 62nd Osage. Mm -hmm. I was with two of my friends. Uh, Jonah and Alex, and um, we went over there, and we went over to Dom's house before just to say hello, um, see him and his wife, um, and he suggested that we go over there and get some food, so we went over. I think we got there maybe five minutes before it closed. I walked in there. I was like, so what do you... What do y'all got? Like maybe, you know, looking around, he's like, we got what we got, bro. Like we got, we got. <laughs> we're about to close. Yeah. He said uh, he had oxtail, he had curry goat, he had jerk, jerk wings and, uh, and patties. Like, let me get, let me get all four of those. Yeah. Let me get all four of the patties. Let me get, you know, all the wings you have. Let me get the oxtail. Let me get the curry goat. And we just stocked up and then went over to, um, uh, Clark Park over there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just posted and, and ate and it was it was glorious but I asked him about the Nigerian spots in West Philly and he gave me the cross streets I wrote it down but I'll I'll, yeah. I'll send that to you mm-hmm. so maybe you can go over there yeah um, have a taste of home mm-hmm. yeah so I want to get into what you've been up to you know the past mm-hmm. few weeks the past few months how this year has been mm-hmm. but I'll just I'll start by just giving you a little bit of a, a overview of what we're doing here. Um, you asked me earlier, you know, why I started this. I originally started this podcast for Penn Law students to voice how the pandemic has impacted their law school experience and personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, COVID-19 is still a substantial issue that we need to take seriously now more than ever. But along with that global health crisis, we have our own personal issues as Black people in this country and Black people across the globe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because of having to shelter in place and the fact that we have camera phones, we're able to capture two horrific killings of of Black men, Mm -hmm. uh, one at the hands of criminals down in Georgia, rest in paradise, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Mm -hmm. our brother who was jogging um, and got Mm -hmm. killed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then George Floyd, that video, a state-sanctioned killing by, by police, mm-hmm. um, and our sister Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. The Louisville government needs to hold those officers responsible for for Brianna Taylor's death. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, we're sort of seeing this nation waking up a bit to racial injustice. Some some people are just a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Well, all these things are happening at one time, but we've been texting back and forth we all have personal things that are going on as well. And, and these things aren't new to us. Um, and so as black students at Penn Law, I think it's important for us to use our voices to express how these events have affected us mm-hmm. and to use other channels and platforms to get our individual message and perspectives out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sade, mm-hmm. you've had a year sis. <laughs> You've had a year. How are you doing? Man, listen. Um, I mean, I, I feel all of that um, all the way. And, 
you know, to your point as Black people, this is not new to us at all, right? And and so it's an interesting moment to be in for me personally, because it's like some people's awakening um, started, you know, maybe a few weeks ago. Right. No shade, it is what it is, right? But I've, I've been tired for a minute now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been exhausted um, for a minute now. And I think that that's what's making um, this moment in particular, especially draining um, and daunting for me. It's like, we were organizing this year, right? We were, um, you know, mobilizing and trying to, um, you know, continue the man- forward the mantle and improving the lives of black students on this campus all year. Mm. <laughs> and, and so um, to go from that right into, um, you know, additional serious events that are happening on the national level, it's like, can we get a break? <laughs> you know, yeah. when can we, you know, as black people get a break from constantly having to push and strive and be strong, even in the face of immense trauma, um, you know what I'm saying? And, and so, that that's like I said that that's what's making this moment, um, you know, so difficult um, for me. I'm I'm trying to plug in as I can. You know, I really do believe that everyone has different gifts. Everyone should bring their different um, skills and gifts to this movement that we have going on. Um, yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out what, what my work is, but trying to figure out what your work is when you're already like <laughs> tapped out. Um, is immensely different. Um, it, it really has contributed to this paralysis. Um, that's the word that keeps coming to mind for me that I've been feeling. Like, yeah. I am exhausted. I don't have it right mm. now. You know what I'm saying? I, I do not have anything um, in my reserves for yeah. this moment because I'm already, first of all, by virtue of being a black woman in this country, but also just because of the past year that I I had, um, yeah. I, I don't have it. I'm tired. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you, sis. I appreciate you sharing that. I think maybe it's it's a good time for you to introduce yourself. You mentioned that you checked out, um, and there was a moment where you you wanted to sort of remove yourself from things. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'll be important for people to know who you are, um, where you're from, and some of the positions that you held this year, one position that you held this year in particular, um, to sort of give people an idea of what this year has been like for you um, and the commitments that you've had um, Mm -hmm. and the roles that you've had. So do you mind introducing yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, Sade, telling us where you're from and uh, what you've been doing at the law school over the past two years? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So... Um, I was born and raised on Long Island initially, um, you know, raised in different parts throughout the island. Um, I went to Cornell for undergrad and I graduated in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and the years in between, in between undergrad and law school, I did a few different things, you know, it was a paralegal, did a fellowship, did a master's program, did some lobbying um, for minority and women-owned businesses in New York. Um, you know, it was a professionally nomadic four years, but I think it's one that gave me extreme, you know, versatility, which is what I often rely on now. Yes. Um, here at Penn Law, this past year has been a wild ride. Um, what you're referring to, you know, obviously is my number one commitment this past year was being president of the Black Law Students Association. Um, 
And, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be more careful now that I'm in a period of um, reflection, now that we've passed the baton on officially, as I think about, like, what, ha- what the hell happened <laughs> these last 12 months? So I, I'm trying to be careful in that. I, I think that I've been honest about, you know, how fatiguing the experience has been, but it's also been a privilege. So let's be clear, right? Like, let's not get too cute here. It's a privilege to serve in that world. Yes. Uh, and, and so, you know, throughout this past year, we've, we've done quite a bit. We stand on the shoulders of giants, right? And so, you know, my, my view has always been that it's our responsibility to honor those folks by continuing to be aggressive and yes. forwarding the work of, of Balsa, right? And so in every way, um, we, we've really tried to push this year to make this, uh, this space better for Black students, whether that's cultivating community internally, whether that's, you know, keep, you know, continuing to ramp up our academic and professional development, um, pushing, pr- putting pressure on administrators to give us better support, right? Like, it's just been, you know, so much. And of course, you know, she who shall not be named, right? And, and so um, it, it has been a, a wild ride, but like I said, a, a privileged one. It's, it's truly an honor to serve in that role. And so you know, we had an interesting finish. Uh, the pandemic stole our thunder a little bit because we did have a lot planned for the final stretch of the semester. We were just trying to give drama, okay, Broadway production on our way out. But, right. uh, you know, um, I'm glad that we were still able to do um, things here and there in particular, you know, the, the virtual graduation ceremony. Yeah, so. that, was, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I took some time recently to go back and just take a look at... Um, the portion of the video where my classmates were able to say something, you know, give a shout out to their friends and their families and mm-hmm. talk about what this experience has been like. Um, that was extremely heartfelt. The yeah. second time, the first time around, the second time around, I really felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a blessing that that's recorded for us. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know if, um, if other folks have gone back and, and watched that, um, I heard but, that have. <laughs> some of your classmates have mentioned that they have gone back. Yeah, yeah. super powerful. Because mm-hmm. I don't think if we had a in-person graduation that maybe some parents would have filmed it. Um, but mm-hmm. have a, a to have a full ceremony to mm-hmm. watch and you know maybe show our our family our kids one day. That's that's a that was a true mm-hmm. blessing. And that was that was a moment where it hit me that everything mm-hmm. was over. Um, that was a moment I realized how powerful, again, the, the Balsa community is, the alums, yeah. the 1Ls, and, and then obviously the class of 2020. You know, I, I think who knows what next year is going to look like for you all specifically. But, yeah, you know, during 3L, back before COVID, I think, you know, everybody sort of does their own thing. And, and you, you come together every once in a while. But um, I think because of how intense 2L year is, um, from uh, the Balsa perspective, folks being on the board, yeah. you sort of take 3L to sort of do your own thing. Um, so you, yeah. So <laughs> you still, you know, sometimes you miss, so you don't have that sort of very clear sort of tight-knit community consistency of, you know, going to board meetings, of mm-hmm. planning Sadie together, of doing all the things that you just did. Mm-hmm. So that virtual ceremony was, I think, the first time this year where we were all on... I guess in one space, but like all on the same call, uh, mm-hmm. we could see each other. Uh, we all had the mic for a little bit and we can talk about, you know, the people that have, have impacted mm-hmm. our experience. So it was really powerful, uh, Sade. Mm-hmm. I appreciate 
you all putting that together. You all should really know how much that I mean that meant to us and how much that means to me still today. Um, mm-hmm. Even talking to my parents, they want to see the uh, they want the video, so they want the link. Okay. Um, so you know, I told my mom that the password was hashtag whatever blah blah blah. Um, and she's like, what is hashtag? How do I type that in? Like, what's, oh, <laughs> I was like, mom, let me, <laughs> let me just copy paste it over to you. I'll yeah. text it to you. I'll text it to you. I'll send you a screenshot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was, that was a blessing. It's important for people to, to know that that was something that you all went out of your way to do. It was a new thing and it was executed flawlessly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that that is, uh, uh, one of the events from this year that I think was most memorable for a lot of people, even outside of the class of 2020. Um, But when you think back on this year and you think about all the things that you accomplished, I I know it was a lot, um, Mm -hmm. but were there some highlights um, in Balsa uh, that you, when you look back and you say, you know, this, this was good. This was good. Highlights. Yeah, there are a few. Um, you, you, know, deserve, you deserve you deserve, to get <laughs> patted on the back for everything you accomplished. I, I appreciate that a lot, truly. Um, you know, it, it feels good to know that, you know, people saw the effort and, and appreciated the effort, even if, honestly, it wasn't always commun- uh, executed, you know, flawlessly. You know, we, we, we had our lows, let's be clear, right? And that's just a part of leadership, right? You're not yes. always get everything right. Um, but I think that, honestly, looking back on the year, if I could think about when I had a moment where I was like, okay, we're doing stuff, I would, you know, if I look to the fall, I would think about the faculty panel that we did as part of diversity orientation um, that we piloted this year. Now, let's be clear, again, there were highs and lows <laughs> um, in, in that uh, diversity orientation series, but the faculty panel um, was not one of them. And so as context, we had um, faculty members, you know, different doctrinal professors come in and chat, you know, mainly to students of color. And I thought that that was so important because, you know, you get into the first day of classes as a 1L, and that's when it really hits you that you you are a student of color and uh, one of uh, very few, right, at this, at this institution right. when you are in the big lecture room with 80 folks and you look around the room and there are very few brown faces in the room. And so, you know, now you need to talk to this esteemed professor who's clearly a grand wizard in their area of study, Um, you know, being uh, very few, being one one of uh, the very few people in the room who look like the way you do, that's intimidating. Yes. Uh, And so I couldn't say for the session, but people were sending me pictures and um, when I saw, you know, that one else were chatting with, right, Professor Burbank, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, one else were chatting with TWR in September, right? Yeah. Creating those relationships in September, that, that really <laughs> made my heart full because that's a key, you know, part of the experience. Do you have faculty who are willing to champion you? Do you have faculty that see you um, early in your law school experience. I think that that's pretty important. Yes. That was great to see. Yeah. And that you have that confidence. You have that confidence because you've started to build that relationship. Wow. Yeah, that's super powerful. I hope that they continue that next year and however they can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, you know, um, I, I, I would think, you know, looking to the spring, 
you know, a couple of highlights before everything got uh, shut down is number one, Sadie, right? Sadie is, I think, let me back up. You know, one of the things I think that's so interesting about BALSA is that for us, for, for Black folk at Penn Law, it's very much the touchstone in one way or another, right? Everyone, Everyone's going to plug into BALSA at some point in some capacity, right? Yes. That's the reality of it, even if it's to varied capacities or in different manifestations. And I just um, often thought about how, like, white folk, people outside of BALSA probably have no clue that, like, it means that much <laughs> to us in, in these different ways. You know what I'm saying? And so yes. we have an event like City coming around and it's basically our homecoming, right? It, it's our, it's the clim climax of the year, um, essentially. And so when we got to the evening gala, just to see how many alum came back, right? To see how many people were in that room to support us. Um, that was, you know, you, you talk about you know, realize, you know, seeing the power of the Penn Balsa community, for me, that's when I was like, yes, this is a community full of many stakeholders, <laughs> right, who, who care. Um, and, and that was so powerful, when, you know, when I got on stage and was able to address the group. Yes. So, yeah, I, yeah. I look at those moments as, you know, highlights of the year where I could see the fruits of our labor um, and, and can see the, the power and fortitude of the, the Penn Balsa community. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sadie, this year was, for me at least, the last major event that I went to before the shutdown. Right. So that we was a. Say that again? <laughs> What's up? We just got by. If Sadie just, was like a week or two later, it would have been a dub. Just got by. Or if, you know, this nation would have woken up, you know, a few weeks right. earlier. So, you know, timing right. is everything. Mm -hmm. But thank mm -hmm. God. Thank God for that. Yep. Sadie, Sadie was uh, an incredible experience this year. Um, and really kind of like a, a, a graduation ceremony, if you will, like an in-person graduation community ceremony for us. Um, and uh, then, you know, a week later, spring break, and then a week later, shutdown, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you are at the same time trying to, as you said, pass the baton to the next president and vice president and the next board. Mm -hmm. um, you're also trying to deal with what you got to get. You're in 2L, right? You, Listen. You're, you know, <laughs> so, what, so what, yeah. What was that like for you? Take uh, us through. Take us through, uh, uh, through that time, spring break and the sure. last few months of school. Mm -hmm. you, you mean just spring break, to be clear, not just the year and the, the year in general. Yeah, let's talk about everything from spring break, how spring break was for you, and then the last few months of the semester. Absolutely. So thinking about, you know, getting to Sadie, right? Like I said, that, that that's really the high point of the Balsa year. And so you get to that Monday. I'm, you know, you know how it Yo. feels that Monday after said You feel like a new person. Lord right? have mercy. <laughs> you feel like a new person. And so I felt on top of the world yep. <laughs> um, after said I was like, okay, we have events left. You know, we, we did actually still have a calendar um, post spring break, but compared to Sadie, Please, right. we could do that in our sleep. All right, right we're going to get through these last events. We're going to do elections, honey. And we are right. going to keep it going. <laughs> What's crazy, though, yeah. Sade, is that because I did Sadie, me and Fumaya did Sadie, mm -hmm. literally when Sadie was over, our job was over. We still had to send the thank you notes and, and bring back some of the uh, memorabilia. But yeah. 
you still had work to do. I think it's even different for the, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you still had a lot of work to do. Right. And, and that definitely, to be honest, presented a leadership challenge mm. um, this year, because to your point, that's definitely the narrative of like, well, Balsa's done after Sadie. Mm-mm. That's actually not true. If, not at even. least it's not true if you are president, right? You no. still, as I was describing it during that time of the year, people were like, oh my God, you're done now. Aren't you so excited? And I'm like, nope. no, we, we actually still need to land the plane, right? That's why I kept saying we need to land the plane smoothly yes. and pass yeah. on the baton to the next board. We still have some obligations here. We can't just be like, Fuck y'all, bye. I'm a CEO yeah. now. <laughs> like that's how this um works, especially because right. again, number one, there are there are still things on the docket for us, like still programming that was happening. You know, we were supposed to like full spring break was supposed to be very good. We had a black judges event that was on the uh, docket. We were doing mm-hmm. a prison gerrymandering event, bringing practitioners in. We had some firm events still in the pipeline. Like things were still <laughs> still. Um, happening and again i think this has just been a very um you know active time right and, and so um spring break happened i'm not gonna hold you i went to miami for spring break but i i give myself great i don't i we did, that was a very different time right <laughs> so we went um my, my one of my sisters and i went to miami um for a, a, a few days um and we came back and Penlaw was like, you're not coming back to school, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll never forget the day that that announcement came out in spring break that we're not coming back. I was actually still in Miami and that's when the Balsa chat was blowing up. So I'm in my hotel room on the bed watching y'all text. I'm just like, Lord, this is another set of things to do <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to do to figure out. Like, so what does this mean for all of our events? What does this mean? um for elections right like it was just a lot and so again i'm you thought i thought thought, you thought right and so this is honestly i would say a microcosm of the year in that you think that everything's going to be okay (laughs) then shit hits the fan and you still have more work to do right and so it's spring Mm -hmm. break it's supposed to be this time of rest but me and justin are texting right justin is in uh rio (laughs) and we're texting trying to figure out well what what does this closure mean for, for Balsa? And so trying to troubleshoot that while, again, to your point, trying to figure my own stuff out because I'm, I'm still a student at the yes. law school yes, um, yes. was immensely um, difficult <laughs> for me. And again, it, it just contributes to the sense of fatigue that I, I, really, <laughs> I really am feeling. Um, right now, but we figured it out, right? We, you saw, we handled elections and the way it needed to be handled, like whatever needed to be done, um, uh, it, it got done. And so um, I'm just, I'm just glad that we were able to weather the storm and still make sure that we had a smooth um, transition nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was that like? So you were, you were texting Justin back and forth. Like what was, what was really the first thing to tackle? Like, did you, did you leave Miami early? What what was his communication like? How did you all storm? Let's let's get mm-hmm. some details. Give us some insight into that. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm so, first of all, let me say I'm so happy that we have transition power just for Justin. I'm sure he's like, I ain't gotta wake up to a text from Shade no more. You know, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, everyone on the board probably feels that way. No more like 2 a.m. text from Shade about this random ass thing. 
Um, and, and so that was essentially what was happening during spring break. So Jetson was on our pro bono service trip to Rio and, and you know, he's trying to man that trip, right? And, and be present for that trip. But that trip was also struggling in a way too, because they're trying to figure out, do they need to come back early from Brazil? So that was another headache. I'm laying in my bed in Miami, like, I got a whole team of people in Boston, Brazil right now. Mm. <laughs> and mm. there is a pandemic. And that was during the time when the borders were shutting down. Like it was, you know, we just didn't know what was going on. So first of all, they needed to handle that, <laughs> right? That, that was number one. Um, but after that, it was just a matter of, you know, resetting and taking a hard look at the calendar and seeing, well, what dates need to be shifted, what doesn't need to be shifted, or who needs to be emailed to say, hey, we can't do this event anymore, who doesn't, um, you know, what doesn't, you know, and this was before, like, <laughs> I think that this was before we started thinking creatively about doing things virtually, right? And so, yeah. so it seemed like Doomsday was ahead. And so it was very much like, all right, we can't do this. Yeah. You know, we'll see y'all on the flip side. And so I think the focus during that time was just honestly like maintaining professionalism with everyone who we were in contact with, like circle back, be appropriate, you know, say, hey, it looks like we can't do this event anymore because our school has shut down um, and, and take it, take it from there. Um, yeah. Election was pretty seamless because we were already in the process at that point. Um, and, and, you know, it, it ended well for us because the, the slate, the slate was very um, clean. And so it didn't really cause much um, problems for us in terms of having to do like virtual elections or anything like that. I don't know if you remember, yeah. but we didn't even get to that stage because, the, yeah. you know, one domino fell basically in terms of who wanted what position and then everything, everything fell into line. Yeah. Um, that except the rest of the positions were filled and so thankfully we didn't, we didn't even get to that point yeah yeah well, that's a blessing yeah. that everything found a place with that transition because i know mm -hmm. that that's 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 the last thing for you you talked about well how to land the the plane that transition is it and then you pers you personally you know how how did the semester turn out for you finishing up and and you know just trying to find some sort of peace and, and wellness and, and resolve around things? How did you, how'd you deal with everything to mm. towards the end of the semester? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, look, if I can, um, you know, complicate what you just said a bit, you know, you said elections happened and then that was done. That's another thing, right? So that was a big <laughs> frustration for me this past semester. I think that that's the impression in the law school that once a, an election happens, then that means that the outgoing people are done. But um, that's not that's not always true, and I um, I can I can acknowledge or honor that I ran things a little bit differently <laughs> this year. Like I know that people have commented that you know elections happen, but you still see emails from Shade, right? Yes. But yeah. here's why. Here's why. Um, the incoming leadership at the time were still one else. Yes. <laughs> right. And it, it's just not lost on me. It's never been lost on me. And it was very important to me to hold that mm. they are still one else. Yeah. And the stakes are never higher than when you are a one L. Right? right. And so knowing that even post elections, we still had, you know, mm. things to do or, you know, 
yeah, we just had like final housekeeping things to do, or even this like graduation thing once it came on, you know, once it, once the idea came up, right? Like, I'm not gonna tell a 1L to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not appropriate. Yeah. Right? They're a 1L. And so, um, let me be clear, that, that didn't happen to me, you know, last year. I think once we did have elections last year, everything was done. There wasn't additional programming. But because it was different this year, because yeah. there were still things on the docket, I felt that it was important still to, like I said, land the plane and spearhead that um, yeah. before officially, perhaps officially passing, you know, the, the mantle over. Look, being both a president, it's a long ass year, right? <laughs> and so I didn't want, being on the BOSA board in general, it's a very long year. And so there's plenty of time to be on the BOSA board, okay? Yeah. There's no rush here, right? <laughs> and look, I'm, as you can see with all of the activity and the leadership being shown by the new BOSA folks right now, they, they're already in it, right? So imagine mm -hmm. if I said to the new BOSA board, March 17th, or whatever that was, it's y'all's now. Can yeah. you imagine how exhausted they would be in this, in this moment, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I guess I'm just saying that all to say, <laughs> number one, there was still shit to do right. um, post-election. And I think it's because for me, my view of things was, at least for me, as, as at the helm, let me finish the term off completely before passing on the baton. I'm not going to do that to one else. Number two, so, yeah, so in spite of that, right, number two, I did have a hard time um, finishing up the semester. I mean, this year in general, man, like, it's really been a struggle to balance being BALSA president as well as being a part of other groups um, yeah. with my studies. Yes. I have not done it perfectly mm. <laughs> at all, right? It's constantly been um, an issue for me. And I think that the problem is, you know, some might say very traditionally, right? Like, put yourself first. Yeah. Put yourself first, right? But that's actually not that simple. <laughs> it's not that yeah. simple. Um, and let me be clear, I knew I knew that this was going to happen, right? I'll never forget um elections last year. Mm. Were you at elections last year? No, no, I voted virtually. Okay. Sure, sure. Elections last year when somebody people in your class had asked us like do you, do you understand the time commitment? Like that's essentially where they, what they were getting at. Do you understand that it's going to be a struggle to balance your own shit with Balsa? Yeah. And I think a very like, you know, <laughs> a, a, a pres an answer of someone that's running for president, right? So I, I yep. just say, say, I knew what I was headed into, right? But it's always, always going to be another thing once you're actually in it, right? And so I think practically you get to 11 p.m., right? And this is what was happening post spring break, as well as the whole year, you get to 11pm. And you got a choice, right? You you have not read for class. <laughs> the next day, you can read for class. Or you could send out these also like very urgent emails that need to go out for Bolsa to ensure that things happen smoothly. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Right? And I think I'm not gonna hold you. I oftentimes chose to send the emails because there's just something about mm -hmm knowing that others, other people's experiences can be impacted in some way, shape or form by my efforts yeah. that like, 
I, if I do wrong, it's not going to sit well with me. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if I don't send that email and then this event doesn't happen or it doesn't happen on time or it doesn't, or it's not executed the way it needs to be executed. I'm not going to be able to sit with myself. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so yeah. oftentimes both are one, I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. Um, and that was a big problem post spring break as well, you know, while adjusting to living in a pandemic, adjusting to the virtual um, environment, <laughs> you know, and then trying to figure out next steps. It was just a challenge. Yeah. Yeah.